Hey guys, welcome back to the Beauty Expanded Podcast. Today's episode, we're going to be diving into the differences between knowledge versus knowing. Hopefully, after this episode, it will inspire you to take action on the things that you are soaking in, in your business, in your courses, in your coaching, in your services. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Jade Hernandez, a camouflage tattoo artist and educator. I help beauty bosses effectively market their business and become the authority in their field, close more leads, and make more money. In the past six years, I've launched two successful beauty businesses to multiple six figures with over 100 five-star raving reviews and several media press spotlights. While most marketers will tell you to hustle and work harder for success, I'll show you how to create more value from the inside out so that you work less, make more, and truly expand and transform your business and life. This is the Beauty Expanded Podcast. All right, guys. So this week, I am preparing for my Vegas conference for the Scalp Show. For those of you that don't know, I am going to be one of the speakers talking about the art of sales and helping people rebuke the three biggest objections when it comes to sales, which is I need more time to think about this and or it's too expensive or let me talk to my husband or spouse and get back to you. I'll definitely keep you guys updated on how that presentation goes, but today's episode is not going to be about that. Today's episode was really inspired by my workout this morning. I was just kind of thinking about the differences between knowledge versus knowing. And what I mean by that is in the beauty industry in general, hopefully you're at a place where you've realized and or are investing in more education, whether that's learning from different artists on how to do brows or how to camouflage tattoo, etc., Or maybe it's a coaching program or a mentoring program that you're signing up to better market yourself, really put yourself out there and develop your business. And or maybe you're literally in the arena, learning as you go, working on all different sorts of clients and skin types, etc. One of the things that I've noticed with a lot of entrepreneurs and new artists is that they are a student for life instead of of life. And what I mean by that is, are you the type of person that is always investing your time, energy, and resources, whether that's money or even time as a resource, in education, in the sense that you sign up for every online course, you listen to every podcast, you read every book, you're constantly filling your time and your energy and your space in educational content but you're not taking any action to learn the context of what your content is teaching you. There is a huge difference between someone who is a student for life, who has their nose in books, who's constantly consuming information, motivational quotes. In fact, they're probably always posting and reposting motivational quotes. And they're the type of person that is constantly consuming information, information, information. But there's a huge distinction between that sort of student versus one who takes what they learn and then begin to apply the action. They don't have it all perfect. They don't have it all figured out. 
But what they're doing is testing and evolving and growing by simply taking what they've learned and taking it into some sort of action. So they're applying the knowledge to get them to a point where it's a knowing versus knowledge. So I'm asking you what type of student you are, what type of artist are you? There's a huge distinction between someone who educates themselves and invests in more education versus someone who is actually applying what they learned, regardless if it works or it doesn't. The thing that distinguishes knowledge versus knowing is more often than not fear. For example, when I train my students, it's an 80-20 statistic, whereas 20% of the students that I train will actually make it into a business. They will actually invest in my training program and then create a business out of what they learned versus 80% of the students that I train are soaking in the information, but they end up not jumpstarting their careers in the camouflage or tattooing world, probably because of their own fears. Or maybe they re-educate themselves, maybe because they don't, again, they're in fear, they don't feel that confident, then they invest in more knowledge and learning a different skill, whether that's brows, lips, body sculpting, whatever you call it. They're just investing in more knowledge versus applying what they've just learned into action to get them to a point where they actually know what they're doing. And why this is really important to self-reflect and ask yourself which student you are, what kind of artist you are, is because in order to become successful in whatever it is that you do, you have to overcome that fear. And success is a messy teacher. I don't know anyone who's accomplished success with straight A's and pure perfection right off the bat without any mistakes, including myself. That's the funny thing about success is because everyone goes into business working for themselves, starting their own business to become successful. And the biggest setback is that they think that they have to have everything perfectly aligned. They need the most perfect website. They need the most perfect logo, the branding, colors, Instagram profile, etc. in order to become successful. And that's rarely ever the case. When it comes to achieving success, you more than often have to fail numerous times. That's the part of knowing. That's the difference between knowledge and knowing because to truly know something, to truly master a craft, it's going to take a a lot of ugly mistakes. It's going to take a lot of trial and error to really own in in a craft. So in the PMU world, what's very common are these two Actually, one-day, two-day, even three-day trainings are very common in this industry. I've said this in past episodes. You're not going to become a master tattooist in three days. So my training program is three days. And I let students know way before they invest their dollars into my training program that, look, you're not going to become a master tattooist in three days. It's impossible. This is going to be something that you're going to continually commit to, continually evolve and put into action and practice to become a better and better artist each and every day that you work. Even after four years, I still would never consider myself a master tattooist. Yes, I definitely know more than someone who's stepping into the industry today, but the only reason why I know more is because of time, is because of consistency, because of persistence, 
and because of a ton of mistakes. Learning how to tattoo at the correct depth, learning how to read skin, learning how to work on a variety of skin. And that's not something that someone can necessarily teach you in a book or in a training manual. So yes, the barrier of entry into the tattooing world is set very low, which is great in some aspects because you don't have to necessarily invest in a four-year education to get a degree in tattooing. But the flip side of that is that a lot of people are coming into this industry thinking that it's a quick way to become successful and make a ton of money. That's rarely ever the case. Entrepreneurship is a fast track to personal development because being an entrepreneur is going to challenge you in the best of ways in the sense that every fear, every self-doubt, every insecurity, and every limiting belief is going to be challenged throughout the entire career. Entrepreneurship is often the greatest investment in yourself and you get to decide who do you want to invest your growth in, how do you want to do it, And when do you want to do it? Because there's no finish line. You may finally get to a point where you land your first client. Then the next challenge is how do you keep that client and how do you begin to attract more clients? Your first goal may be to make $10,000 a month. And at that point, you're going to be faced with another challenge, which is how do I scale from here? And you're not going to necessarily learn all the steps in between to get you from point A to point B through a course. So in this episode, I really just wanted to remind you that you have a choice between just consuming the content that you learn or take action and truly master it and know it. No one scores a touchdown on the sidelines. I think when you step into the world of permanent makeup and you start your own business, it can be very tempting to watch reels on Instagram, to sign up for some marketing courses thinking that you're going to make six or seven figures at the end of it. And that simply isn't how life works. I wouldn't be surprised if some students train with me thinking that what they see on social media, how I market myself, how I run my business is so easy. And little do they know all the things that it took to get me to where I'm at, including all the details that they're missing behind the scenes. I may make it look easy at this point, But it took a ton of effort, self-discipline, work ethic, motivation, personal development. It took a lot of growth, including mistakes, because that's where most growth happens, is by challenging the things in us, about us, in our business that are there to challenge us to grow. Through that growth is the root of a challenge. Every training program is going to have pros and cons to it. There might be a trainer that is extremely detailed when it comes to color theory versus another trainer, or one trainer may have more hands-on experience versus another trainer. What I've noticed from the 20% of students who do end up making their training investment into a legitimate business are the ones that dive in with two feet, are the ones that don't have it all figured out. One of my most successful students who I'm thinking about reaching out to to be on this podcast came from corporate America and she literally quit her job, which was a high paying, steady job to dive into the world of tattooing. That's one common denominator that I've noticed in every successful student is that they don't wait for everything to be perfect. They buckle up, take what they've learned, and then begin to apply it. 
and learn more along the way. I then also see some instructors who look like they run great, beautiful trainings, and yet they don't have a vast portfolio themselves. That's also something that I would say is an example of someone who may know a lot from a knowledge standpoint, but not from an action standpoint. Are they working on clients? Are they in the arena? Because it goes back to you can't land a touchdown from the sidelines. So are they in the arena in the game with you? It's one thing to know something, read a book on swimming, but then it's another thing to actually apply it and learn how to swim. As I get prepped for Vegas, I'm going to give out some really, really great tips on how people can convert their leads into sales, into legitimate paying clients. And I know that, again, statistically, only 20% of the attendees will apply what I've taught them, will put it into practice without it being perfect, without it feeling familiar. It's actually going to feel very foreign to them because anytime you learn something, you have to start off as being new. That goes for tattooing as well. It's through the action that creates the mastery. You can't be a master at something by just reading or watching a recording or a webinar. You actually have to apply the action to have the mastery. Through that action is where you're going to discover what truly works and what doesn't and or what can be improved upon. Because a master is someone that just doesn't duplicate something, plagiarize or copy versus mastery is truly inventing something of your own. And in order to do that, you have to be in the game to figure out exactly what works, what doesn't, how to make something better, and all of that takes action. Perfection is procrastination disguised. If you're a new artist listening to this right now, I encourage you and hopefully inspire you that, hey, I didn't have it all figured out in the beginning either, but you have to start somewhere and hopefully you've invested in at least one training that was legitimate, professional, and useful and helpful. Then take that and run with it and learn how to apply it. It's the only way that you're going to get over that hump and on the track to success. But if you just sit on the sidelines and consume all that information and actually don't apply any sort of action, that inaction in itself will always keep you stuck. And when it comes to entrepreneurship, it's really interesting because when we think about fear, which every entrepreneur faces the fear, fear of some sort, whether that's fear of judgment, fear of failure, whatever the case may be. It's interesting because we often get into the business to work for ourselves, to not be limited. If you do allow fear to be your business advisor, if you do allow fear to take the driver's seat, then what you've essentially done is created a glass ceiling for yourself. I'm assuming that's one of the reasons why you stepped out into the entrepreneurship world is to not be limited. But it's very interesting and ironic how often we do limit ourselves based on our own fears. So yes, take action despite having fear. Take action even with a ton of fear. And what you're going to find out is that he didn't die, right? Because so many of us think we're going to die. What you're also going to find out is that you're a lot more resilient and you can do this. Yeah, it was messy, but I learned something from it. Then I'm going to do better next time. That's the track to knowing something versus having knowledge of something. 
So I'm going to end this episode on that note, something for you to reflect on, hopefully inspire you to take action on something that you don't want to do. Because I always think that's the sign, right? That if there's some resistance, if there's an action that kind of makes you nervous and scared, that's probably where you're going to have the most growth. That's probably the direction where you want to go. Anyways, guys, I will see you on the other side of Vegas. I'm so excited to update you on how that goes. Wish me luck and I will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'd love to connect and help you more. If you have a question you'd like for me to answer, please send it to jade at studioconceal.com. That's J-A-Y-D at studioconceal.com. And I might highlight it on my podcast. I find what's often personal is most general. So if this episode helped you, please share it with a friend who may need the encouragement and inspiration. I'll catch you on the next one.